No energy? Always fatigued? Has your got up and go got up and went? Primrose Leafs Pro Max 365 helps to produce natural energy, increase endurance and stamina, improve performance during exercise, reduce pain from fibromyalgia, and is excellent for cardiovascular support. A doctor-designed, deliciously berry-flavored formula that's great for ages 18 to 99. Order Pro Max 365 and get the natural energy you've always wanted. Call 844-376-0007. Refuel daily with Pro Max 365 and get your life back. Our guest today is country recording artist and multimedia entrepreneur Colton James, and he is scheduled to release his first EP on January 20th, 2023, titled America. The EP America was produced by Colton, the late Kim Tribble, and Jimmy Nichols. And in his career, Colton has opened for legendary artists Toby Keith, Chris Cagle, the Dixie Chicks, and Jason Aldean. But with the release of his EP America, Colton is making fast strides towards the next step in his career and taking on multiple projects while still maintaining his music. And one of those projects includes Colton partnering up with Rick Dawson, the owner of 2022 Kentucky Derby winning thoroughbred Rich Strike to launch Red Sunset Entertainment, a Nashville-based upstart multimedia company. And they are set to produce records, television, radio programming, and even more than that. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's welcome country music recording artist and media mogul in the making, Colton James. Welcome, Colton. Oh, thank you for having me on. It's a pleasure to be on the show. Well, I have been listening uh, to the new song, I Miss America, and I know that you have the EP America set to debut just in the next few weeks. Why is America the theme of the record? Well, I tell you, we live in the greatest country in the world. I love our, I love our red, white, and blue. I love all Americans. And we wanted to put something out. It's got a positive vibe. It shines a light on all the goodness and not negativity. I'm a positive guy. We wanted to create a record that's going to speak to a lot of people and paint a picture of lyrics that we believe in and we want to express through this EP. And we just want to put a smile on people's faces, especially after the last few years of what this country's been through. But we are out to make a difference in all Americans. Well, I noticed that the EP is scheduled to be released on January 20th. Now, is there any significance to releasing the EP on that date? Well, uh, it's right after the first of the year, 2023. We're starting out, and we just wanted to come out with a bang. So we, that was uh, the kind of the date we picked. I don't know if we flipped a coin or not, but <laughs> that's just the date the whole team picked, and January 20th is the date we're coming out with, so. Well, I was kind of wondering because, you know, January 20th is usually Inauguration <clears throat> Day, so I didn't know if that was done on purpose. Well, I might just have something to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I have been listening to the first <clears throat> single uh, off the record, I Miss America, and the title alone is a fantastic, what we would call, I guess, in music songwriting, a great hook for a song and a perfect title, but the song is absolutely fantastic. Uh, what's the message you're hoping to give to those who uh, watch the video and listen, listen to the song? The message that we want to give to the listener is to take people back. First of all, I wanted to paint a picture of some of the things that I grew up doing 
I went to a Christian school growing up all my life. And I remember starting the day off with the Pledge of Allegiance, our hand over our heart, and looking at red, white, and blue, and just thinking, and feeling proud as a young child, and saying that morning prayer. It just started my day off right. Started our, all, all of our, you know, school off right, the school I went to. And, and many Americans in this country did the same thing. But, <clears throat> you know, when, uh, actually, I wrote, I wrote my, my co-writer is Rick Dawson on this song. Who loves this country? We had a brother in Vietnam, who uh, also is is wants to gr make a great difference in this country with uh, our music and our message that we put out as a label and a business. But you know, when I when, when I when I think about when we wrote the song, it was just it, it came together easy because we we both just kind of shared some moments we 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 love about this country. Our you know. Where a handshake was a handshake and a friend was a real friend and blue collar America and the American farmer, our, our armed forces, you know, saluting them are, you know, everybody that has, has poured their hearts into all the hard work has gone in this country to build this great country. And we just wanted to take some people back to some of the values and morals that we grew up on and just, you know, shed some light on that. And uh, like I say, you give a positive aspect. But I love the song. I love the punch and the energy it has. And, you know, I've had a lot of people say when they hear it, it just makes them smile to be American and feel proud to be an American. Well, you know, and, it's, a, it's a great, you know, and I, I have a lot of artists that will, will, that will write and sing a song based on America. And a lot of them, it's almost like they're the niche becomes so small for some of them that you could literally only play it on the 4th of July. But your song isn't that way. Your song is so broad-ranged that you could play this on radio every single day of the year because not only is the songwriting fantastic and the message is great, but I have to tell you, Colton, you have one of the best voices for country music, for country radio. There's just a smoothness. Uh, I know uh, I'm not a. I'm not really. I don't really understand a whole lot of the whole voice ranging thing. But is it more of a baritone yeah. type of voice? Well, I mean, uh, <clears throat> I, for me, I, I guess I could do both. You know, I can go up on notes and stay down low, and it's just I've always been. I've always loved being creative with the vocal, uh, you know, starting out in Christian and gospel music when I was four years old. You you do learn a lot of vocal technique and singing, you know, tenor stuff and mid-range and, you know, lower range stuff. It's just, you know, comes natural to me. I love being creative. You know, when you when you write a song and, and even when you do a vocal in the studio, it's uh it's like putting a puzzle together or you're building a model car or something, you know, you know, there's, you're going to have some things that happen throughout there and you're going to have some magic moments or it's almost like a sporting game. You never know what's going to happen next, but the creative part of it happens in the studio. And I love just, I love taking chances. I always well, have. You're, and you're just going out there talented. with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. I, I just like, I, I like, you know, reaching beyond, I like I like challenging myself to a challenge, and uh, it's like my it's like uh, my wife is always goes in the studio with me, and uh, she'll let me know. She's like, 
nope, I think you need to uh, re-sing that. So, especially we've been together ever since she was 17. I think she knows me pretty well. So <laughs> what? she will she will test my limits, but she will also, you know, along with the producers, they'll take me to places that I've never been before and I like going to vocally. So it's a challenge for me. I love it. I love a good challenge. Well, you know, it, it's good to be stretched every now and then, but – no, honestly, yeah. <laughs> uh, you have a, an amazing voice uh, for country music. I, I just love the smoothness of your voice. Um, it, I appreciate and not it. only that, even when you're talking, you have a voice that uh, is, is perfect for like voiceover and even perfect for television. And, and I know you that uh, you're also working on a new project for television, correct? Yeah, hey, I'm I'm ready to do a few movies. <laughs> <laughs> I think you I think you could fill those roles pretty well, pretty well. I, but- I want to make I want to make another tough movie like Jeremiah Johnson or or something like that or something something that would be maybe we do a movie called I Miss America. Oh. <laughs> Now, uh, I think that that one would that would be a movie that I think millions of people would uh, desire to watch. But you brought up your wife. And so I have to ask you, you have a new release called Ring on Her Finger. Um, Is that just for her? Well, Ring on Her Finger is a very special song for me. Uh, You know, talking about the late, great Kim Tribble. It was the very last song we wrote together. It was the very last time I seen him alive and uh, Kim was going through some health issues and, you know, anybody listening who knew Kim Tribble or the songs that he wrote was, I mean, a lot of that earlier stuff with David Lee Murphy and I mean, Aaron Tippin and, and, you know, McGraw and, and Al Dean and all kinds of, you know, Colin Ray and Mindy McCready, I, you know, guys do it all the time and <laughs> big hits like that. But, you know, <clears throat> he, uh, you know, I know, I know Kim loved his wife very much like I love my wife. And we we wanted to paint a picture about something that was going to touch a lot of families and a lot of people who are, you know, getting ready to start off their life and, and, and put that ring on their special, <laughs> you know, special someone's hand. And, and I can honestly say that I put I put a uh, ring on my best friend's finger. But anyway, uh we were writing the song and we got halfway through it and Kim was like, Hey man, I'm, I'm going on home. I'm not feeling too good today. And I said, Hey buddy, we didn't, we didn't finish the song. And he said, you know, he said, I got faith in you. He goes, look at all the stuff we've done. He goes, you've learned a lot. And he goes, you finish it, man. He goes, you know, it's a special song for you too. And, and, uh, it wasn't, you know, it was, it was maybe eight or 10 months later. Uh, it, it, things really started getting worse a couple weeks after that, but, um, anyway, Kim passed and I had, I had finished the song and I sang it at his, his life celebration. And I told everybody the story that it was the last song that I got to write with him, but what a legacy to leave behind. Well, what about, is it like, right? What is it like writing with a songwriting legend? Well, we were friends. We were fishing buddies. We were hunting buddies. We were, you know, we talked about family. I mean, it was a real friendship and a bond there and, and writing. But, uh, my wife said, you you know, we've talked many times about this. She said, Kim seen something special in you. 
and and I seen something special in him, and it just we were like two peas in a pod. <laughs> I mean, we were both high energy, just you know, gung ho, and all just excited about everything in life every day. Uh, so for me, he taught me so much. He was a great mentor in my life, and uh, I'm thankful for every moment we got to spend together. Well, what were and, uh, some of the particular uh, processes that you learned from Kim Tribble when it came to songwriting? Well, I'll tell you, and uh, that's, a, that's a really good question. Simplicity, uh, less is more. Uh, you got 10 or 15 seconds to get into somebody's heart. And I've learned from him that your real feelings that you're writing down on paper and you know you, you you like when you're writing a verse in your choruses and stuff i've just it just melodies always came naturally for me and even kim said that but tying the lyrics to it and uh being able to me being able to capture the audience quickly is a good good thing in songwriting and uh which we, we try to do that with everything we write but we write from the heart i wrote from the heart with him and and uh you know we, we wrote a lot of fun stuff too high energy stuff but just every, everything about writing with him was was a great experience but i will i will say this that anybody listening that is working on your songwriting craft you know believe in the lyric the lyric is your story and when you sing it with conviction uh a lot of anything can be a song i mean it's your story and nobody can ever take that away from you as a songwriter uh, my grandmother always said, well, she was a pretty famous watercolor artist. She said, a painter paints with a paintbrush and a songwriter paints with a pen. And I, I thank God every day for the gift to be able to do it with a pen. So. And it sounds like Kim basically, is he, you know, telling you that, you know, in a way, less is more, keep it simple. Um, I guess not overthinking it, because I guess if you overthink us, yeah of about a particular song you're working on you end up with a writer's block too too quickly oh yeah yeah the best songs come naturally and they flow out uh it's like when we wrote i miss america we had it written in two hours and it just felt right when something sings and feels right and plays right and it just it just blends you know it's right yeah there's always going to be things you might fix in the studio when you're going in and cutting oh let's change this word or whatever that's 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 that happens in a lot of songs, but you know, if the basis is there and the, the meat and potatoes, you know, it's, 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 it's pretty easy to finish out the rest of it. Well, you know, how long have you been in music now? Oh, I started when I was four years old. So several years. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, yeah, were, long what, time. Was, what were some of the records that, uh, caught your ear early on that, uh, kind of pushed you towards a music career? Well, I'll tell you, I spent a lot of time uh, riding in the front cab of a 69 four-wheel drive Chevrolet truck with my dad going to the fishing hole, and we listened to all types of country music, you know, George Jones, Don Williams, Tom T. Hall, Watermelon Wine, <laughs> uh, uh, just, I mean, so many artists, uh, Waylon Jennings, Merle Haggard, and Hank Williams, uh, Dolly Parton. I mean, Tammy Wynette, I listened to uh, so many artists, you know, 
and I, I also listened to a lot of gospel music, you know, like with my grandmother and stuff. So it was, it was I had one, one, one of my grandmothers on my uh, dad's side was kind of a honky tonk granny. <laughs> she, <laughs> she get going on that piano, you know, and then my other one played more Christian gospel music. And so I had a little bit of a, both sides of the spectrum at a young age. Well, but, did you grow up singing in church? <clears throat> yes, I did. Yeah, I did. I worked, uh, I started about four or five years old and it was fun for me. And, you know, you go in church, you do these Christmas plays and all that other stuff. And I guess I was the crazy guy that kind of like jumped around and stood out and did, did, did stuff. And there was a lady, um, Miss Mason that, uh, worked with me and I guess she's seen something too. And spent a lot of time working with me. And later on in life, she went to work with uh, production at Walt Disney. Wow. And, uh, so I've been blessed to uh, work around some some people that that, that you know I'll, I'll tell everybody this you know from from there's so many people that help a singer songwriter artist entertainer along the way over the years it's, it's a countless number and every one of them you know you have crossroads in life every everybody you meet that that, that come across your path you know is is I've I've soaked it all in and and taken all the uh, you know taken all those experiences in and and learn from them. So I've always said too that the day you stop learning is the day you die. So uh, that that's very very true. Now I understand that you are partnering with Rick Dawson to bring Red Sunset Entertainment and Upstart Multimedia Company to life. What's the vision behind the company? Well, we definitely want to produce great records that people are going to love. We want to work on our television shows. One, which is going to be Real Water Cowboy, um, which is a a uh, fishing show uh, meets country music celebrities meets cuisine, which I love food. And I love cooking. My whole family does. So three great combinations there. Uh, we want to uh, produce some stuff that's going to be very patriotic to speak to all Americans. Uh, uh, we are the, the artists that we're going to sign with our label. Uh, we definitely going to have the same mindset and same goals and, and the same vision. And, uh, we, uh, we have a, we have a young girl that we signed named Chana Marie and, uh, she's a first artist on the label and we're really excited about working with her and, uh, just a great, great spirit, great, uh, entertainer. Very strong voice and a great family too. Her dad was a 9/11 firefighter survivor. Uh, he was boots on the ground at 9/11 and got to sh share some great stories with him. But we're excited about having Jana Marie on the label, and we're excited about uh, our production and uh, the music we're going to create. And we want to we want to give our artists a little bit more of a piece of the pie, if you will and give them more control, let them be themselves. Also, you know, work along with our team and, and, and as, as a team and all work together and guide that artist, uh, which my whole team works with me, helping me guide my, you know, everything going on. So we, but we do want to offer our artists, uh, give them more stake in the game, I guess you could say, and more, more for all of, of their hard work. And I believe that's going to, I believe that's going to be um, very inspiring to people that are coming to talk to us about being with Red Sunset Entertainment. Yeah, and uh, you know, there's 
you know, artist development is not as prevalent as it used to be. And uh, right. to be guiding a lot of these new upcoming artists, or, or, or I should say artists and musicians that want to make it, uh, there's not a whole lot of development out there. And it's good to see that you and Rick are doing that. Well, you know, a lot of people are discovered nowadays on TikTok and social media numbers, and that's fine. But, uh, you know, we, uh, I, I believe in creating great songs and a, and a package that is individual to that individual. And uh, that's just one of the few things that we, we hope to do with our company. Well, how did you but meet Rick's, Rick? I, I, good question. I met Rick at a... Uh, at a fundraiser for our Land for Heroes organization in Oklahoma City, he was there, and he was very passionate about what we had to say about it and what we wanted to bring to our country and to our veterans and first responders. And we hit it off, and like I said, it was one of those crossroads in life. I think we were supposed to meet, and I'm glad we did. I, I couldn't ask for a better partner. He's a he's a fine man, and he's he's somebody to look up to for even myself. Uh, my whole family loves him. And that's something to be said in today's world. Yes, it is. Now, were you at the Kentucky Derby when, when he won? No, I wasn't. I was actually, I wanted to be there, but I had to get to Georgia for some new uh, interviews down there the very next day. But uh, we were at home in Virginia at the farm and all cheering him on. And and that was that was amazing. It, when Ridge Strike went across the finish line, I almost fell over my coffee table. I was <laughs> Well, was he was, was he favored to win? No, Rich Strike was eighty to one odds, which is the second biggest odds in history. Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, wow, Rich Strike payout. Yeah, Rich Strike got in the race the Friday before it was supposed to happen at the at the last you know thirty seconds. One horse scratched, and they called Eric Reed, the trainer, and said, "Hey, you guys want to run in the Kentucky Derby?" You got like 30 or 45 seconds to answer me. <laughs> and Eric, I know that, you know, I think Eric and Rick were all like, yes, yes, of course we want to. But, you know, it's a it's a Cinderella story. It's, you took the words out of my mouth because I was thinking <laughs> thinking the exact same thing. I mean, yeah. here you, you have a decision to make in less than 30 seconds, and then you're the last horse in, and you're the one that wins. I mean, that is a movie that has to be made. <laughs> It is. It is. I think it should be called the greatest race, <laughs> the race of a lifetime or something. But oh I, my I think he's, I think Rick has got some people talking to him about that. But I've uh, I've I've had a chance to be around Richie <laughs> a whole lot. What they call him, Richie. And he's, he's a pretty cool horse. Uh, I've been up there to the stables a lot and outside of Lexington, Kentucky. But <clears throat> he's he's, you know. The story of Rich Strike has brought a lot of positive to America. They're calling him America's horse. And it's about the underdog. It's about a horse that got in that wasn't even favored, you know. And uh, it just, you know, every time I watch, watch the recap of the race, it was like the hand of God just pushed him forward and he get, kept running. But Rich Strike's got a lot of heart to him. I've been around that horse and he's – you know, after a race, he's not even tired. He's He's got a lot of strength, and I know Rick's really happy, and Eric Reed, and the whole team, and all the people that surround that uh, Rick's racing horse racing team, that I know they're so proud of <clears throat> the, la the year they've had in 2022, 
Uh, and, he, and Rich Strike has done well in some other races too, and almost won a couple of other ones. So that's that's saying a lot. Um, oh, yeah, coming from, yeah. Coming it, from nowhere. it only matters that you win the big ones, right? <laughs> that's the one to win. <laughs> if there was any one to win, that was the one to win. I'm and I'm I'm so glad they won it. It's a it's a great team, great story. And uh, anybody that hasn't followed the story, y'all should check it out. There's a lot to it. Yeah, and, uh, there there is good, that. A lot of good people. Well, tell us about the nonprofit Land for Heroes Lodge. Land for Heroes is going to be built in Southeast Virginia. It's a going to be a 15,000 square foot log lodge designed by Honest Abe Log Homes. It's going to be a place where our veterans and first responders can come enjoy the outdoors, some normal seas of life, hunting, fishing, boating, campfires, good food, good music, and a chance for them to feel no pressure. We live, wow. it's not far from Walter Reed hospital and a lot of our military bases. And I don't know if you've ever visited Walter Reed hospital or I know about it in Bethesda, Maryland, but you know, a lot of our veterans are there after tragedies and, and injuries. And, and, uh, there was a gentleman up there, uh, Scott Mallory and his family with trucking for troops that I got introduced to through one of my songs, brave men. But uh, long story short, we became good friends, and he started bringing veterans down to go fishing and hunting and just putting a smile on their face and no talk about problems, just talking about good stuff So and and, and, and getting them out in the outdoors. And these guys love it, and the, and the women, they love it too. I mean, and uh, it's just something that became close to my heart and <clears throat> working with other organizations across the country and, and, and doing things with Freedom Alliance and Gary Sneese Foundation and so many others uh, that I've worked with and been blessed to work with. And I remember uh, one thing that really stood out over the years is uh, we were, me and my son were at a pheasant hunt in uh, South Dakota and we were sitting out there and it was a veteran and uh, he'd been in a wheelchair since he was 19 years old from Vietnam. And we were, we were having a good time. He said, he said, you know, it's just, it's good to just to be out. And there's a lot to be said about that, but so this place is, we're going to get them out and have some fun and it's going to be one of a kind. It's a beautiful place. And I'd love to get you some information later on about it, but yeah, we just got all, we just got all our conditional use permits and our zoning. We had to, we had to get some um, agricultural land zoned into, uh, you know, commercial and a lot of things that we had to do and a lot of steps and there's a lot of, a lot of, great people behind this and our attorneys and everything to help have helped make this happen. And now we're off to the races and we're getting ready to do some major fundraising. And once we get this first one built, it'll be, it'll be the mothership, the story of, of a lot of good things to come, we hope. And also we want to build three more in key locations across the country over the next 10 years. So that's one of my goals in life. And it's like a program director asking me, not too long ago, he said, man, what drives you to do all the stuff you do? I was like, you know, I don't think Noah argued with God to build an ark. And I just, it's a calling in my life, my family. And if it takes every breath I have in my last, last of me, I want to, I want to get it done and I want to see it done and I want to be a part of it and see all four of them up and running one day. And hey, <clears> if that. that's the, if that's the, if that's my legacy, I leave behind in life and some songs that, touch lives and I, and I don't ever get a ACM award or a CMT award. I'm fine with that. 
Well, where nah. can all of my viewers and listeners donate to Land for Heroes? Where can they go? Well, land for landforheroes.com, L-A-N-D, number four heroes.com. Also, we can uh, we can get some information where people send donations to uh, Land for Heroes here in Virginia. But we'll, we'll be glad to get you all that, all that information. Yeah, um, yeah. So. Send, send it my way, and uh, we'll, we'll tell more people about it. And ladies and gentlemen, look, seriously, we all know a veteran, uh, and it doesn't matter if it's from – Vietnam from or Iraq or Afghanistan, we need literally support them, thank them, show them that you actually care because look, freedom isn't free. It costs exactly. somebody's blood to keep the freedom that we have in this country. And Colton, your song, I Miss America, absolutely love it. And brother, you got a heart that is is one that will help our country stay one nation under God. And you just keep doing what you're doing. Now, where can all of my television viewers and my listeners go and buy your new EP when it debuts January 20th, 2023? Well, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be on all platforms, you know, Apple music, Spotify, uh, you know, all your platforms of music, but we also are going to be offering the physical CD and I, I love signing CDs and sending them to people and just, it's, it's a, it's a personal thing for me, you know, and I know not a whole lot of people buy CDs anymore, but they, a country fan still does. And, and they love having that physical CD. And, uh, that, that means a lot to me when I, when I sign one and they buy it and they take it home or, and then they reach back out to me on Facebook and say, man, we love the songs and we love the work that went into them and in the words. And, you know, there's one song on there. Uh, seven, seven going to be seven really good songs in there, but there's one called Richest Man Alive. And uh, I had the song title for 15 years, but I want to tell everybody I had to live that song to finish it. And uh. it's, 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 it's going to be, it's going to be a great song. I can't, I, I'm thinking it's going to be our second release. We'll see what happens. But uh, I just, I just want to tell everybody I am the richest man alive. Yes, I've got a great you are. family. Yes, you are. And I can't wait to hear it. And ladies and gentlemen, you know me. I am a big supporter of all of our recording artists. And what do I tell you? Don't download for free. You buy the album. And in this case, you need to go to coltonjames.com, buy the brand new upcoming EP, America, and have Colton sign it for you. And when he tours and comes to your area, what do you do? You buy the ticket and you buy the T-shirt. Because we are here to support all of our recording artists because they're putting out music that makes memories, makes the world go around. And uh, brother, keep on keeping on. You are one busy man, but uh, don't stop. Hey, I always say, keep looking up. <laughs> hey, amen to that. So ladies and gentlemen, keep looking up. And again, go to coltonjames.com for the brand new EP, America, coming out January 20th, 2023, and also stay tuned to his website. Make sure you bookmark it to find out any tour dates and all that's happening with the media mogul in the making, Colton James himself. So stick around because I will be right back after these messages. <laughs> 